All right, we are back. It's the Two TV Sports, the Tosh and Jerry podcast. Back again, our favorite time of the year, the Masters Preview Pod. We've got the Masters Challenge coming back in full force. We just set the tiers. We're looking at the odds. The Instagram's in the works. Be ready for the Masters Challenge 2023. Can't wait for it. Jerry, I'm super excited to talk about the Masters with you. Here we go. Let's get this going. I'm so excited how we structured our tournament challenge this year. Only six golfers in the top tier. That means the guy you pick is going to have to light it up this year. Because uh, if you don't, you're going to be in a tough hole early. And secondly, headlining the second grouping is Tiger Woods. He's actually at the back half of the odds here. So you're going to have to make your choice whether you roll with Tiger at one of his favorite courses where he always shows up or whether you go with a guy who's uh, favorite to play a little bit better. So there's a lot, of, a lot of interesting choices and tough decisions that you're going to have to make as part of our Masters Challenge this year. And that's that's the way we like it. Yep, and just to remind everyone, three groups of golfers. You pick one player from each group. The first tier, we've got John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, Roy McIlroy, Cam Smith, Jordan Spieth, and Justin Thomas. Just six guys. We want this top tier to be really competitive. Then in tier two, you go from Xander Schauffele, who's 18 to 1 odds, to Abraham Anser, who's 60 to 1. Uh, Tiger's in there, 55 to 1. Some other notables. You know, you got Brooks Kepka, you got Sung J.M., uh, Max Homa playing well, Colin Morikawa. So tier two, star-studded tier, not quite as good as tier one. And then tier three, you know, you never, you never know with these guys. You flyers. Know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, some of them are going to be in the mix and you know, you know, some one of these guys. You know, is, a crazy you know, guy like Louis Oosthuizen is going to be hanging around on Saturday until he blows it on, on Sunday. So. Yep, you could even pick uh, Ready Couples, a thousand to one in tier three. So, Sandy, <laughs> you want to lose this challenge? One. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't but, be doing that. But so yeah, many exciting us- storylines this year, like going into this. And yeah, obviously, like we want to hear from you guys and like know your picks and enter to, like match challenge. Um, yep, give us a follow at Two TV Sports on Instagram. We'll be posting everything there. Uh, we'll have the we'll have the different uh, tiers that you can pick from. We'll have a leaderboard of every everyone's pick. Um, and we'll have all the rules on the two TV sports Instagram. So stay tuned, Jerry. I know you've been excited for this tournament. You've been looking into it, researching, listening to podcasts. Uh, you're the, you're our go-to masters guy at this point. So I'm excited to, uh, to start breaking this down a little bit. What, uh, what interests you most about the 2023 masters? So there, it's obviously live versus uh, PGA tour is like the most exciting headline, but I did want to start with a couple of minor course tweaks at Augusta national, um, you know, at, throughout the, the course of time, they've been lengthening and lengthening and lengthening the course, especially when tiger came along, they said, okay, going to make it a little bit tougher. So guys can't just bomb it off the tee. You want to have like a good mix of one bombing off the tee. Yes. That always helps, but also strategy to kind of get around Augusta um, and reward great shots, punish horrible shots. So they made a couple changes this year and one of them was the par four 11th, which they lengthened from uh, 505 yards to 520 yards. Now that's not a huge uh, increase in distance there, but it is the second hardest hole historically at Augusta national. And so it's not getting any easier. So we've seen with the added toward distance, um, this is a little bit of a counter to that. So I expect it to still play just as tough. Um, I expect you people to struggle and then the winner to take advantage of this hole. Um, 
The one that's getting the number, most. Yeah, number eleven. I mean, that that that's the classical with the lake on the small lake on the left going mm-hmm. into a man corner already a tough uh tough hole i remember last year before the tournament what they did was they elevated the green a little bit um and and what that did is so ne- golfers back in the day used to just you know leave it out to the right away from the lake have a pretty easy chip up to the green uh and hope to one putt but when they elevated that uh green it made it that tight zone. so that tight, chip tight was, <laughs> was much harder from the right side which made the, the court the hole a lot harder um, so I'm interested to see how these guys are attacking it this year with the extra, uh, you know, like 30 yards added to the hole from the tee box. Some guys are, you know, guys used to hit three wood on that, on that hole a lot. I feel like it's going to be a driver hole. Now it's going to make it uh, way more variable. So super interested to see that uh, Jerry, what's, what's the next change. Uh, there's a, there's a minor change at 15. They lengthened it a little bit. It's a fairly easy hole. Um, for, for pro golfers anyways, it's now 550 yards, which seems like a monster, but I mean, it was 520 or 530 before. So that really shouldn't impact much. The biggest change though is 13. They lengthened the tee box uh, or they pushed it back. And so they're trying to eliminate guys cutting the corner left. It's that big dog leg left. You want to bomb it off the tee with a nice little hook or draw. Uh, if you're, if you're a righty get, and then the second shot would be to bomb it to the green and get to the green two on that beautiful par five. However, um, a lot of guys would take three wood, play it safe, lay up and then get to the green at three, have a nice, you know, par putt or be able to putt for par and get out of there. Um, save their skins. Now it's going to be almost impossible to take a three wood off the tee. It's going to be driver for everybody. If you can't hit a nice little draw, if you're a righty or a little fade, if you're a lefty, um, it's going to be very tough. And I, I actually don't like it just because, it takes a little bit of strategy out of it. And also you can't, you don't get the moments like Bubba cutting the trees uh, in the corner and being able to go for it in two. Um, and so I think it does take away a little bit, even though I know the guys are hitting it further. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Um, and they, they moved this tee box way back up in the forest back there. It looks like yeah. they cut down quite a few trees. Um so now you're looking at a very narrow drive at start. Um, that is, I mean, they must have lengthened this hole by what, like 50 yards or something. Yeah, like, and it's already like a pretty tough hole. And so, like, I don't like. I get it. You're trying to trying to make it so every golfer has to hit a similar kind of shot, and whoever's striking the ball best is going to take advantage of that hole. But I did like the like you having the option to play aggressive and go for it in two. I think it's going to be extremely difficult this year for to get to the green and two. It's going to be a lot of laying up before the it, water. Like it's a pretty, uh, there are pretty drastic change too. I mean, like they well, guys cut down like, a good amount of trees back there. Like those trees aren't coming back. Like this, this is here to stay. Well, guys who are hitting it long, like uh, Dustin Johnson, uh, they're not even going for it in two, which if you're hearing that in practice rounds, where like, obviously there's not much riding on that, except maybe a couple like uh, friendly wagers. Like if you're not going for it, then Definitely you're going to go for it the real thing. Yeah. But like, you're not going for it. Come, come the actual tournament time. And yeah. like, you're going to make the smart decision and lay up. And that I think takes away a lot, especially from the back nine on like on Sunday. Like <laughs> that's when you want to see a guy go for it and take the tournament, you know, by the balls. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I could see guys still going for it. It's going to be a more, instead of hitting what, like in the past, a lot of these guys would have like 
like seven iron into that green. Like now it's going to be yeah. driver like three wood or maybe driver like hybrid. And dude, that's tough because like the like it's a wide green, right? But it's not. It doesn't have much depth to it. So if you're taking a a, a longer club like a three wood, like it's going to shoot right off that green. <laughs> like at least yeah, an iron will fight a little bit, but depends geez. on depends on the the conditions out there. Um, do we have a do we have a weather report, Jerry, or should I that's pull it up one right now I... because? No, because, I don't have that uh, coming into this, but let's scramble and get the thi- this uh the thing about included. Yeah, I'll get that up. The thing about the Masters is uh like depending on the weather, it can be just a completely different golf course. You know, if it's if it's really dry and the course is rolling, I mean, it's hard to find a, a tougher course in Augusta National because uh you'll land it on the green, it'll just you know, go right off. You'll you'll uh you'll be putting and There'll be some crazy, crazy breaks, crazy runouts. So, um, so I'm seeing it's got... going to be hot with uh, highs of low 80s, scattered thunderstorms. So I'm expecting there to be water on the greens. Now, this course handles water exceptionally well. Um, but that being said, we saw a guy like Dustin Johnson be able to attack pins extremely aggressively during the November 2020 Masters when the greens were soft. Um, so this really favors an aggressive style of play, which I am very excited for. Yeah, when it's soft out there, you can attack greens. You can uh, balls won't be running in fairways. Won't be. You can afford a little bit more of a miss hit and be okay with the with the. Yeah, the putting won't be quite as hard. Um, So interesting. All right. Well, uh, that will definitely inform some of our picks for the Masters. Um, Jerry, any other course changes? Do you want to talk about these live guys? I'm pretty interested. No, I'm in good on course whole. changes now. I got it all out of my system. I'm I'm down to talk live versus PJ, and I'll let you take first stab at it. Yeah, I mean, so Cam Smith is the top live guy. It's 12 to 1. He's got the fourth best odds. Uh, you got DJ at 25 to 1. Uh, he's the next uh, highest ranked live guy. So, I mean, there, there's... There's not that, that's the thing about the live is like I, I I've been missing seeing these guys on the tour like they're just MIA and now they're about to come into the Masters and try to compete with the best in the world <laughs> and on some like yeah freaking goofball tour like I'm not I'm not huge on any of these guys to come in and win I mean if there's one guy though I would say Cam Smith just because he can putt and at the Masters typically you want guys who can putt um, wouldn't totally write off DJ. Uh, or um, walking Neiman, but uh, I'm not. I'm not really super confident in these live guys going to Augusta and performing well. First off, did Neiman go to live? I thought he was still on the PGA Tour. Did I miss that? Yeah, he's on live. Oh wow, he must. He, when did he defect over there? <laughs> it was. It was late last year. Okay, he's one okay. of the last guys to make the switch. Gotcha. Um, a quick side note: I saw that it might be two to four times whatever they're getting paid. Uh, buy live if they want to leave live. So a guy who's getting paid a hundred million might have to pay two hundred million or four hundred million back to get out of live. So those guys aren't leaving anytime soon. Um, <laughs> one. Um, secondly, yeah, I don't see these live guys competing at all. So like, if you're wanting to pick Cam Smith in that top group, good luck to you. I won't be one of them. Spoiler alert. Um, I think when you're playing non-competitive, like non-championship level golf, it takes something off the edge of like your level of play and for you to just like be playing these like every now and then live events that don't actually mean anything to roll up to the most important tournament in the world. <laughs> I like, I don't see you being able to flip that switch and turn it on. That's not how it works. Um, so I have, I have extremely low expectations 
for the live guys. I think yeah. that if they do anything, I mean, it'll be surprising. It's not the same as like, say like going from the NBA G league to playing in the championship, no, but no. it's like still, li- like, somewhat similar. Like, right. like you want to be competing around the best playing the toughest courses, uh, playing with the best players, like playing practice rounds with the best players. Like, and these guys aren't doing that. They're playing in less tournaments. Like, I just don't think that that the live is pre- is preparing these guys great to succeed in the majors. Like, no, and it's maybe like these they guys are get getting hot, paid. But... They got paid because they're the best in the PGA Tour, competing week in week out, and now like they don't have to do that, and they took the paycheck, which is like fine. I don't have an issue with individually making that decision. I have an issue with all live in general, but like I, I haven't watched one live event. Like I don't care about that league at all. These guys are irrelevant. Like I want to. Like you were saying earlier, I want to see Brooks. I want to see, I mean, maybe not Phil anymore, but Cam Smith. Like, I want to see these guys, like DJ. Like, I loved watching him when he was on the PGA Tour, and now, like, I could not care less because it means absolutely zero to me whether he wins a low event, which he hasn't, by the way. Hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, I, like, the PGA Tour means so much more than just getting paid, like, 10 times the amount to play in these, like, random events. Like, yeah. you know? You can't have it both ways if you're those guys. Like you can't expect to roll up and show out. Yep. Exactly. Um, all right. Anything more on live or I say we, we talk about some of these guys that we like. Um, yeah, no, let's jump right into the guys we like actually from, from uh, the PGA tour. I, let's, uh, I mean, I would like to start just, can you split hairs between Rom and Scheffler? Cause they've both been on a tear since the start of the new year. Yeah. Both of them just red hot. And that's just been great watching them on the PGA tour. Like every week, just in it every week, low numbers playing super well. Um, so yeah, deciding between these two, I mean, I feel like we'll, we'll get some people on JT, you know, but I feel like most people in this (laughs) consummate fan favorite JT who always bumps it on the back nine. (laughs) Yeah. Who always comes in like 12th place and plays decently, but yeah, but, uh, and then you have but Roy, think, who's yeah. out of the tournament and goes low Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yep. and but I think I really think yeah, you got to decide between Rom and Scheffler. Uh, both guys playing really well. I mean, Scotty won it last year. Uh, Rom's never won it, so uh, I don't know if you if you want to give away your take on these two guys. No, I, don't, I would I imagine. Mean, I mean, maybe this that, will shade towards what I'm thinking here uh, before I give you know, like an official pick in my you know when the tournament challenge is out. But I think defending is extremely difficult because you have so much pressure coming in to one maintain that title, but two, you're hosting like the master's champion dinner beforehand. And you're doing a lot of, uh, it's not so much events, but you're very much in the public. And I think it takes a lot out of you. Um, and you know, repeating any ter- repeating any tournament year or later is extremely difficult. We saw him win the waste management, but, um, yeah, I think that might be a lot of pressure on a, on a guy like on any guy, but, uh, yeah, that's why that's the only reason I can think to stay away from Mr. Scheffler. But other than that, he's been on a tear. I would not fault anybody for taking uh, him over Rom or any of the other top six guys in that group. Yeah, um, and then looking more into tier two, uh, you've got Chef uh, Shoffley, Finau, Zalatoris, like uh, Cantlay. So a lot of these guys have done pretty well at the Masters. Um, DJ won. Covid year. Yeah. Uh, you've got Kepka, who uh, 
has not won the Masters, but lots of major success. You've got Matsuyama, who's won the Masters. Um, but mostly, these are some young guys who are like looking to break through uh, and, and play well at Augusta. I, I sometimes get get thrown off by the guys who've like kind of blown it at Augusta, like Shafle and Finau. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's warranted, but um, I don't know if I, I'd be I'd be messing around with with some of those guys. Uh, Homa's been playing really well, great putter, so you got to like his odds. Uh, Cantlay, another great putter, um, yeah. two of the best putters on the tour. Um, so, anyone here catch catch your eye, Jerry? I mean, I like two guys out of this group. Um, that way, I don't have to divulge like who I'm going with, and they're both towards the top of the odds in that group, and maybe. We have too big of a group here for group number number two because it's going to be tough to pick the sixty to one guys. Although we didn't want to keep Tiger in this group, um, but that aside, I do kind of like uh, Homa. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago on the podcast that uh, I think Homa's been playing out of his mind. New kid, weight like the weight of the world's off of his shoulders. Best golf of his career. Um, I'm expecting big things from Mr. Homa this this week or next week coming into Masters week. Um, the only other guy. And I kind of like near him is Colin Morikawa. And I've said his name a couple of times coming into the different tournaments, but I think he finally figured something out um, that was kind of nagging at him. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but he, he hinted at the fact that he figured something out with his irons. And we know that when he's on his game, he's absolutely deadly. He's won a major before he's been in the hunt in the top five and a couple others. And I think obviously winning Augusta, is within his caliber of talent as a player. And so he's at the right age to win it. Um, and he's playing solid golf now. So I, I am definitely keeping my eye between those, those two kind of guys. Yeah. He's, uh, he's been playing, he's been playing a little bit better recently. And I think, I think that he'll, if, if it's wet out there and he, and he can start darting those irons, it's going to be hard yeah. to, uh, if he can land them and it sticks and he doesn't have to worry about any rollout on him. I think, uh, he's a very, very dangerous man coming in. Yeah. And then tier three, uh, you've got Patrick Reed, uh, previous masters champ. Uh, some guys I'm, I'm kind of keen in on here. All right. Uh, so Gala. he's been playing pretty well on the PGA yep. tour, uh, recently. Like star. <laughs> yep. Um, Tom Hoagie also been playing pretty well. Yep. Um, Billy Horschel, the uh, Barstool boy. Yep. Billy Horschel. You've got Phil in this tier, two two hundred to one. You never know. Can Phil? Uh, can yeah. Phil bring it back? I think he might. I, I think he might be one of the last guys I would pick. Um, yeah. Seriously. But but a lot of long shots here. Um, it'll be interesting to see who everyone takes. I don't know if you have any any uh, anyone here you like, Jerry. Um, there's nobody like that jumps off the page <laughs> to me. Um, one guy that, I mean, big name, Bubba Watson at a hundred to one, obviously he's not going to win the tournament this year, but, uh, he won it before he's won it two times actually. So he knows the course well, plays well. Um, the, the problem with Bubba is he either goes five under in the first two days or like 15 over. There's really like no in between. So either has a good master's year or misses the cut by a million. Um, so I'm kind of uh, a little bit worried about that. Um, I do like Sahib Tagal, even though I just threw a little bit of shade about him being the uh, Netflix boy there. Um, Tommy Flea has been playing some some good golf at seventy five to one. So I, you know, a couple of these guys kind of catch my eye a little bit, but I don't have anything that's just like, okay, this is the guy 
in that third tier that I'm rocking with this week. I, I love, like, he stands out amongst the rest. I think you really just kind of go, who has the uh, highest floor of these guys? So Yeah, I agree. And it really will often come down to that tier three guy, so make sure you guys put some time into thinking about uh, who you pick there. Um, yeah, it's a Jerry, massive I, pick, and that's that's the reason we kept Tiger out of tier three is really just because, it, obviously, if Tim or anybody else in tier three, you're going to pick Tiger, so we have to keep him in tier two. Yeah. All righty, Jerry. Well, we're looking forward to the Masters. It's always a great weekend. I've got a, uh, my schedule completely clear on Saturday. And, you know, I'll be watching during work on Thursday and Friday. Sunday, I've got a little company uh, company getaway offsite. So I'll be uh, probably trying to stream it on my phone up there and nap that. up. But, Love that. I'm not working uh, Thursday or Friday next week. I'm all in. Took the days off. It's going to be a great four days. <laughs> I'll be playing myself probably in the mornings. You know, catching the, the that sounds fantastic. Great time. And he's in the he's in the golf attire right now, fresh off the course. So, Gary, thanks for uh, joining us today, and uh, we'll be back soon with with another pod. Stay tuned for the Masters Challenge, and for now, Two TV Sports is signing off the mic.